Welcome back to our Yex Longevity Podcast, where we help you get fit, feel younger, and live better. We're having some technical difficulties, so we're just going to check to make sure that this is working right now. I'm not sure if it is. Michelle, you getting anything in there? We've already been cut off a few times, so I don't know if it's working or not today. So, I'm assuming we're working. We got the word. We got the thumbs up. We're working. So, here we go. Have you ever woke up in the morning? You have a little stiff back. You get up out of the chair and you're stiff. You work out in your garden and you're stiff. Walk around, get out of the car, you're a little bit stiff. Maybe your back hurts you a little bit. Well, today I'm going to give you 10 exercises slash stretches that you can do to help prevent that stiffness and low back pain. Obviously, if you have back pain, you need to see a physician get to a chiropractor or physical therapist, someone who is trained in eliminating pain. But this is some stuff that you can do to help prevent that low back pain. I'm gonna give you some exercises and things you can do at home. You don't need any equipment, and you should be able to do them easily without any pain. If you do have pain, again, you wanna see some type of healthcare provider. So before we start off, I'd like to talk about what you should not do. These are things you don't want to do and things that will either increase your back pain or eventually will cause some back pain. So one thing we want to think about is in the morning, I hear a lot of people say the first thing I do up in the morning is I stretch my back, I do my back exercises. Well, that is one of the number one things that you're doing wrong right there. What you don't realize is that when you're sleeping in that horizontal position, the vertebrae, that would be the cushion, I mean, your, your, um, your discs between your vertebrae fill up with fluids during the evening. So instead of being a little bit loose in there, it tightens up because the disc gets larger. And we need to get those fluids out of your spine. So you want to get vertical for half an hour or so, maybe even more, to get those fluids out of the spine and out of those discs. Because if it's tight and you start to move and twist and push and squeeze, you're going to cause more damage than good. So I'm going to tell you right now, you should not be doing those things when you first get up in the morning. You want to wait at least a half an hour before you do that. The second thing we don't want to do is, we already know, we're going to say it again, is that you do not want to do sit-ups. You don't want to do curl-ups in any way, shape, or form or fashion. Uh, Dr. Stuart McGill has shown and proven that multiple repetitions of spinal flexion, that's rounding you back forward, like when you do a sit-up, is going to cause back pain over time. And it actually really doesn't strengthen the core the way the core should be strengthened. And it's a strong core that helps keep and prevent low back pain, keep back pain away. So we don't want to be doing any sit-ups. We don't want to do any curl-ups. The other thing you want to do is we don't want to do any twisting motions. So we're not going to do anything like this. None of this stuff. None of this stuff. No scorpions like this. Way in the back or there. You see, the lumbar spine, that lower portion of the spine, is not designed to twist. So we don't want to force it to twist. There's five vertebrae there. Those five vertebrae are designed to twist a total of 13 degrees. 
So that's about two degrees for vertebrae. That's a little tiny bit. The lumbar spine is designed to be stable and firm, not twist. It's the thoracic spine, the spine above that, those seven vertebrae above that, that are designed to twist. So you don't want to do any twisting motion. You might say, oh, that feels good. You're not doing good. You're causing more pain and discomfort down the road than good that you really do. So you're not going to see any twisting motions here. You're also not going to see any kind of pulling our knees in or doing a child's pose. Sure, it makes you feel good for a few minutes, but it really doesn't do anything to help prevent low back pain. Actually, it's stretching the glutes. We sit on our butts way too much all day long. The last thing we need to do is stretch our glutes. So I'm going to tell you, you really shouldn't be doing that. It's not going to help prevent low back pain. I know, it's hard for you to hear that. I know a lot of people say, oh, I do that. It feels so good. But it only feels good for the moment. It's not really helping anything down the road. So let's get into some of the things that we should be doing to help prevent low back pain. One of the first things we want to think about is that we're going to try to develop some strength, not just in the core, but our back and all the way down into our backside and our hamstrings, the back of our legs. That whole, this, all this musculature needs to be strong to help prevent low back pain. So the first exercise we're going to do is what we call a double leg hip bridge. Now I'm going to demonstrate how we do it down here at Yes Fitness, and I'm going to give you some ideas to be able to do it like us down here at Yes Fitness, because it is really the best way to do it. We're going to use the ultimate sandbag. And you're going to say, well, you know what, I don't have an ultimate sandbag. Well, maybe you're going to be able to use a strap, a pole, anything where we can create some kind of tension. Because what the ultimate sandbag eventually does is it helps develop and engage our back muscles, the muscles that crisscross from our shoulders all the way down into the backside of our legs. And obviously, those are our back muscles we want to be able to strengthen. I will also show you how to do it if you don't have something to pull on or tug on. But let's first do it with the double leg. Hip bridge with the ultimate sandbag. So we're going to take the sandbag, we're going to pull it apart right over our belly button, not up over the shoulders. We pull it apart over our belly button, we can get those shoulder blades down and tight and engaged. From here, we're going to think about driving our heels into the ground as we bring our hips towards the ceiling. So we're just going to exhale. Bring it up, pause, and come back down nice and easy. Again, exhale, drive the heels into the ground, pause, and come back down nice and easy. So if you don't have a sandbag, you can use a strap or something else. Well, let's say, you know what, you're in a hotel room and you just don't have anything to use, which you probably couldn't even use a towel. We're going to use our hands to create that tension across the back. So you're going to lie down on your back. Grip the ground with your hands now tight. And you can feel as you grip and push into the ground, all the muscles from my neck down to my backside turn on and get engaged. So I'm going to grip that ground, drive through the heels, exhale, come up, squeeze, and come back down nice and easy. Drive my hands into the ground, drive up through the heels, press your hips towards the ceiling, and come down nice and easy. So that is a double leg hip bridge. You want to start off with 10 repetitions, work your way up to three sets of 10. No resistance. These exercises should not be overwhelming. It should be not really, really difficult to do, okay? So it's a double leg hip bridge. The second exercise is the old pelvic tilt. I've heard that for a long time now, pelvic tilt. 
And the reason why the pelvic tilt is good is it's going to create some motion in the hips. And it's going to teach us how to just loosen that up some and engage those muscles. Some. So we're going to lie down on our back. And you're going to think about taking your hips and exhaling and pressing them right down into the ground. It's going to touch.